0: I'm James Cridlin, the Radio Futurologist. If you haven't been to NAB show in a while, you don't know what you've been missing. I recently went to the NAB show in Las Vegas, the first time I'd been there for three years or so. I used to stay at the Riviera, a gloriously run-down hotel and casino, which had two good things going for it. Firstly, it was a short walk away from the convention centre, and therefore relatively easy to get to. And secondly, it had an almost acceptable British pub in it, which was a nice home from home. and it was very cheap. But the Riviera was knocked down a few years ago, and in its place this year was a lot of building work. The Convention Centre is expanding, and where there was once a crappy hotel with awful Wi-Fi, there will soon be the West Halls, a place to fill with more exhibitors. So this time I discovered a new hotel, the Link, which is easy to get to from the Convention Centre using the monorail. Monorail. It doesn't have the opulent fanciness of the win, but it also doesn't have the prices to match. And the best bit of the link is a European-style street off the strip with a number of decent eating and drinking places down it. And if you spend a little time there, you can almost forget about the horrific nonsense of the rest of Las Vegas. Anyway, the NAB show. You get to get your hands on with equipment. You get to get your hands on with other content creators and then it's a great networking opportunity that i love i spent much time in the audio part of the nab show and i noticed a small change equipment manufacturers are making more stuff for home studios rather than massive downtown studio facilities some manufacturers at least are recognizing that work is changing for those that make great audio we don't need gorgeous studios in expensive locations now that we have high-speed internet As one example, Rod Sharp, a radio presenter for BBC Radio 5 Live, has presented the same overnight show for the last 25 years, Much of it from an 18th-century house in the U.S. state of Massachusetts. All he requires is a microphone, a few monitors, a data link, and not much else. And there are more stories of radio stations being happier to leave the studio behind. Filippo Solibello, a broadcaster for Italian broadcaster Rai, sees the studio as a confining place. He much prefers to take his show on the road. And again, he appears to need a microphone, a laptop, and a Wi-Fi connection. Indeed, there are many stations, some on internet only, some on FM or DAB, which exist without having a broadcast centre at all, each show coming from the presenter's home. Radio's unique selling point is a human connection and a shared experience, something that Spotify cannot possibly hope to do. And increasingly, that human connection and shared experience isn't served by having presenters locked in a brightly lit studio, whittering on about Kim Kardashian or interviewing movie stars. Better, perhaps, to get out and do stuff, whether live or nearly live, across your broadcast area. If equipment manufacturers are beginning to notice the trends to home studios, perhaps that's an opportunity for all of us to rethink how we make radio to keep it relevant for the future. You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening. And now on the Radio Today programme, here's David Lloyd.